Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Today, I'm joined by Colin Campbell, Head of Community at Outreach. Welcome to the show, Colin. Hey, Garrett. Thanks for having me. That intro video is sweet. Got me pumped up. I was dancing in my chair. I know. I got to start snapping figures a little bit. Like, I have to do it. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you, man. I haven't actually had a community manager here yet. And then with your background coming from the growth side, you're like a kind of triple threat over here, man. So I'm very excited to see kind of your perspective and how you think about solving growth or increasing growth rate. And I think, you know, community has a huge part. I know for us, it's been big. Obviously, I know for outreach, it's been big. So very excited to maybe see also like the ideas of when looking at content for one of these, how they could do a better job with community, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, it does make sense. I think a lot of people end up in community like by accident. Yeah. And I stumbled into it looking for better ways to grow Sales Hacker, which is the community outreach owns. And I just like was running up against a wall and then yeah, just stump like I said, stumbled into community. We can talk about more of that later if you want. But uh, I'm no, I love it. brainstorming with you too. So before we get to the wheel, though, I want to point a little thing out too of why we did community. And I think it'll speak to some of the pain points you were solving. Community, in my mind, is a bridge between people who want informational intent and people who are ready to buy your product or services. And I sell a premium service, so I'm not going to have thousands of customers. So how do you take more market share? without decreasing your prices. Like that's like a, like how do you grow your brand without decreasing your prices? It's like a really hard thing to do if you're not like Ogilvy or yeah. like McKinsey. Like there's a couple of them. Let's, you know what I mean? But like no mid-market players you think of. So for us, community was kind of that bridge. Well, I can't have a thousand customers, but I can have a thousand people in my community that I work with really closely. And when they're ready to buy, we're the ones who help them and hopefully they'll choose us. I think it's a very modern way of thinking about what a blog was supposed to do for your business 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's funny. So that's what sales hacker was. Sales hacker was a blog where we had a network of contributors who were all sales practitioners or sales leaders or sales trainers. And when you ask them what sales hacker is, they would say it's a community because they felt like they were in it. Yeah. Blog readers, newsletters, subscribers, whatever would just say it's an awesome blog. Right. And so that's yeah. where we kind of felt like we had an opportunity to, just make our community bigger and be a little bit more inclusive, like allow readers to come in and post, which by the way, for us was also an amazing growth lever because now we have more user generated content. Which more is the hardest part, right? Scaling a content marketing strategy is trying to do that with excellence and subject matter expertise. The problem, right? I always say is like the people who have anything worth reading are impossible to get to write. <laughs> yeah. It's right? hard. Like the people you'd actually want to learn from, they don't really create content. Yeah, and, and the last like, people, yeah. the last people you want to publish are the ones asking you if they can please, please, please publish most of the time. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Okay, well, this is going to be amazing. So, are we ready to get to the wheel? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's see who's on the wheel today, Colin. I've heard of a couple of these. Okay, a couple I haven't. Attentive. It's one I haven't. I, was, I, was, I don't know. I got that one. I'm talking about. Let's see if I, when I see their brand, if it'll trigger it for me. We can see my screen, right? Oh, I can at least. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's um, marketing. Yeah, I'm going to go here. Yo, Brian, is this the intensive you wanted me to find? Is he gone? Clap emojis. <laughs> I see clap emojis. That seems right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, I got this. The most comprehensive text messaging marketing solution. I have a question for you, Colin. Uh, How have I, you found this to work for you as a positioning statement? 
the most comprehensive. Yeah, honestly, in the way software is working today, do you find customers want best of breed or more comprehensiveness? Well, couldn't they be the same thing? Some in some cases, I, I, my problem is is not that comprehensive is the wrong thing to promote. It's just that it it, it could be kind of subjective, right? Like I don't really know what comprehensive means in this nope. context. Attentive drives an average of eighteen point five percent of total online revenue for modern e-commerce brands. Yeah, they have a way of when they write that. Does that sound like they drive eight percent of total e-commerce or eight percent of total e for modern e-commerce? Like what? I think a lot of this stuff here is what maybe adds like distrust. I don't want to use that word wrongly, but it like makes me not. It almost takes away from the punch that they're packing, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not straightforward enough for me. Uh, feels like they had to kind of manipulate some data to get that stat. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it's just the phrasing. But It uh, is the phrasing, I think, because I don't want to assume they're manipulating. So maybe if they just said attentive drives 18% of total e-commerce in the United States, see what it can do for you. I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. I think when you add these like online revenue, modern e-commerce, average, I don't know how you can drive an, drive an average of. When it's a yeah, it's not like overly careful. Like, why not just say attentive customers get 18% of their total revenue from attentive? That also works. Okay, I'm right there with you. Um, the one I thing like I do you. like, by the way, though, is like, because I, I think uh, even for e-commerce brands, SMS is still kind of new. Yep. Um, so it's hard to imagine. And if they didn't have this little GIF here on the homepage, yep. um, I would have a real difficult time imagining the use case. I love though that they make, don't they feel like one of their customers, like their brand? Doesn't it feel like a direct to consumer company? That's a good point. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's, you know what I mean? They were like, they're, cause they're like, this whole thing is Bonnie. So I already can imagine what the Bonnie brand looks like, but for some reason, Bonnie feels like the attentive brand, which I yeah. think is actually kind of cool. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Largest SMS provider. See, do they love adding in this weird little stuff? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, Largest SMM provider for Shopify by revenue. That This little stuff that's is killing off. their marketing, in my opinion. Yeah, that's cut off right there. Shopify by revenue driven. 4,000 pioneering brands rely on attentive. Just go further and faster. This is amazing. I don't think they, I just think they might want to clean up, like, I don't want to call it the honesty of their copy, but like the simplicity of their copy. Yeah, run it through, you know, like a Hemingway type exercise. Well, yeah, but just like for straightforwardness, because I don't know what this stat means. Like genuinely, I don't know what that stat means. And I don't know what by revenue driven. Yeah. This, yeah. It's just a little interesting. Okay. So what do we got here? Customer first connections with personalized text messaging. Oh, that billions in attributable revenue. That's pretty cool. So you could have just said that earlier up here. Yeah. Maybe should be higher up. That's a that's eye catching for sure. Billions with a B. Yeah, well, it's just, this is the only time I've read something that they've written that was simple, right? Attentive drives billions in tributal revenue for our customers. That's like, just say that. You got me. Like, this is great. Yep. And then, okay, so we scale with our playbook. So they got a huge part of their strategy focused on adoption and activation, it looks like, right? Because they got their playlist. Here's a, here's a quick question. That yeah. was a, a CTA pop-up that asked you for your email address. Yeah. Should it not have been your mobile number? So they can show off? That'd be bitching. That'd be really cool. I love that idea. Yeah. Attentive. You might want to grab that idea. That's a good one, Colin. 
That, that yeah. Put it's a really good one. Check in the mail. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Drift, right? Making all their forms chatbots. Yeah, kind of their own champagne on it. Yeah, I do agree. A little little caviar, right? Okay, now this person is me from a UI flow. Okay, so we start here, and we have a singular CTA of request a demo. Maybe a little text below it or a dual CTA, because I don't know if I'm ready for a demo yet. And you kind of force me into action I'm not willing to take, and then the yeah. user flow gets weird, like genuinely gets weird from here. So watch. I don't know what your SMS holiday village is, if we're being completely honest. And I yeah, that's that's start my adventure. No. See, I I don't I think the keyword they need to have right now is called context. Yeah. Because I don't know where I am. Like genuinely, I don't know where I'm at right now. Yeah, that was a pretty quick way to get lost. Growing I'm a here. pretty educated user too, I'd say. Interactive. You know what it is? The interactive experience is there. It's just that the like text hierarchy here doesn't you, your eyes float over the interactive experience header. No, no, I read it. I knew what it was, but well, it doesn't I have no idea. Why do I need the why do I need to interact? Like, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is the context. Why is this what the consumer wants upon mm. not being ready for a demo? Yeah, why is that the second thing? Yeah, I guess it's kind of more my thing right now because like so then I have this partners thing. See why the top Shopify brands choose to tell as their SMS running solution. This is a kind of I think this is a pretty cool landing page but it's also a landing page yeah i like this too i'm really just trying to with that i'm trying to understand how i get it's cool the, you're a community guy the reason i'm asking and looking at this way is like this to me is the perfect opportunity to like how do i get from not needing a demo do you see how this is like this is a weird flow because now these are their they look like they're like these little like content cards. Yeah. But I think these are their solutions. Oh, I think you're right now looking at this more closely. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? It looks like from our world, like a content card, but I think this is their feature set. See, I was the, like, this is might be a part of the product page integrations. Watch. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. This is just weird design choices in my mind because it doesn't look like this is the product, does it? It really doesn't. No, that looks like just, uh, you know, learn more about how we would do it. Correct. Like, how? Do, like here's a blog post on how to drive 10 times more revenue, but it's actually the messaging feature of their product. See what I was trying mm -hmm. to say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the other thing for me on that homepage, yeah. Garrett, was, um, are we, tell me what you think about this. For me, Rather than uh, that black bar having those two experiences in it, like the interactive experience and then a link to yep, right here. whatever the other one was, why not testimonials? Yeah. Well, just, yeah. Or like, look what we do on our website. Sammy. What, why don't you just throw your interactive experience up here? Like go on a journey yeah. and see what attentive is all about. Because that would make you feel like you were leaving to go into that moment compared to here where you feel like you're leaving and you don't know where you're going. And I agree with you. If you just watch this, like watch what I mean, like what you were, because I agree with what you're saying, right? Like, let's just have a little fun here. I'm going to customize this. So let's say you went right into here. Wouldn't that make more sense now as a consumer? Because I wasn't ready for a demo, but now you're telling me that 4,000 pioneering brands rely on attentive. 
And then we use this line instead, right? Yep. So we come up here and we say 4,000 pioneering brands rely on attentive. So we call that instead of attentive drives billions repeatable for our 4,000 plus customers. There you go. Right? So now I'm not ready, right? So I'm not sure yet. Great product shot, like we said. Then we see attentive drives billions in attributable revenue for, over, for our 4,000 plus customers. Learn more, maybe a little call to action where I can go to this page right here, right? Yeah. So then I can click in here because I wasn't ready to buy yet. Oh, and then Groove Life. Yeah, these are like tiny brands that they have customers of, like case studies from. TGI Fridays. Yeah, they got some Rainbow. I've never heard of them. I'm not super like into that, but Tim McGraw. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's some pretty cool case studies. They could maybe have a better case studies for how big they are potentially. Just some of the bigger brands, maybe. Groove Life yeah. is pretty big though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The other thing I'm thinking is like, so Great on lady. the homepage, I still don't feel like if you don't want a demo. Yeah. Okay, let's say you don't want a demo, right? Yeah. And you think you're going to go learn about some best practices or like learn from attentive, like, Oh, maybe this is a place where I could Correct. pick up some best practices. Your only real option is to click through to some solutions pages. But we don't have solution pages, unfortunately. Well, the products pages, I mean, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but I'm what just... if I'm not ready for the, like, I, I just don't think that's how, I don't know about you, but when I've looked at users, they don't just go from here to here. They kind of engage for a second. I think it's, and that's, yeah. I think we lose them right here. Like, I agree. And who so do you think does a really is, good job of a homepage visualization of their products? I don't want to like use ourselves, but I've been trying to do the same thing, right? You scroll, like literally, it's literally the page that we're talking about, right? You scroll, yep. you either book an intro call or you can meet directive, right? So if you're not ready to book an intro call, you can meet us. And then you have the social proof and then you have the services. So you understand what services we provide. I'm not sure. How would you redesign this? So it became more like, could we just, Write the name of it. Pro just products. Like oh, compliance. You're just saying copy the headers from the. I'm like what's well, like this, right? Our product suite delivers value at all stages of communication, or something like that, right? And then we would instead of calling it scale with our playbook, like um, you could just go like. Pre-built playbook. SMS capture. You see what I'm saying? You start to just use the product names conventions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also like, they had that interactive uh, experience, whatever, the holiday yeah, it was. <laughs> village. I like the idea of doing an interactive experience. I just, I don't know. I mean, we didn't look at it for very long. I don't know if I would have executed it this way, but like, if you don't right, like you, you're not ready for a demo, you scroll down you'd see, okay, these are the products. This is what they do. If I'm not ready for a demo, what else am I going to do but leave? Unless they can do some like, you know, product led growth move where you start a text conversation with them yeah. or this gets, you pivot this. So rather than this, be, this is about attentive attentives, SMS Holiday Village. What if this was about um, a pain point that they know that their prospects have? 
because the assumption here is that I, as a prospect, want to learn about them, which might still be a leap too far. Whereas it could be, you know, um, so like, you know, evaluate your your cart drop-off rates. They're like, see the, I don't know. I'm all, the first result I always go to is ROI calculator. <laughs> What's Black Friday's acronym? That's a good question. Uh, it's something about BF something. Like, I don't know. Something like that. So like learn how it tend to boost Black Friday sales by 13%. Yeah. And then, or learn how you can boost, right? And then you go start exactly. my venture. You, I, yeah. I want the you language in there. Yeah, I agree. Almost like a choose your own adventure thing here where like. Which is what they're trying to execute, but then made it somehow about themselves in the copy. Which, look, I think almost every marketer on earth has fell, fallen prey to that. It's I so tempting. Like you, you're yeah. under pressure to deliver leads that are qualified. You kind of have to talk about yourself at some point, but I think we rush to that sometimes. I completely agree. And it's the hardest part of me. I'm guilty of this every day. Yep. So we get down here. I think we need a new product layout because I didn't know that was products. So then get to our products. Then I'm even more confused because it's was this wasn't the products. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Does this give me the overview? Especially because to me, these pick like there's a picture of a bag, right? I mean, I, know, I, know I didn't know if they own do they own Wonder Supply and Bonnie or that's a little confusing visually. Oh, see, this is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, this is a sweet part. It'd be cool if the graph was was real, like the one above it. Like I don't. Oh yeah, like more interactive. Yeah, but I like it. It's clean. Oh, they got this. Is the quote from Steve Madden down at the bottom? Come on, fam! You'll have one of the best case studies in e-commerce. Put that thing up here for us. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, This is amazing. This is really really cool. They don't have depth scroll depth tracking on this. They should, you know, get it in there. Look at the brands they have quotes from. Oh, yeah. This is what we, I want. Anastasia, Beverly Hills. Yeah, this is pretty This is pretty nice. This is yeah. This yeah. is really clean. And then their Look, blog, fine. The product photography there, too, looks great. Like you said, I, it's, it is really cool visually and from a design standpoint, what they've done to look like an e-com brand. Yeah, it's really special. I think that this, like, hero shot is, like, the definition of a D2C brand. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Now, yeah, let's really. look at their community strategy since it's kind of your text we love. Oh, I love that. See, that's what we were kind of mm -hmm. hoping for. See, yeah, now, okay, now go to our point earlier. Imagine if I took someone from see the top 100 texts from 2021 that drove eight that drive sales. Yeah. And you took me right here to this killer. This thing, where'd it go? Did I lose it? I think you just clicked back. Okay, thanks. This, <laughs> like, this thing is all like this. This is sick. See, like they have it. It's just like maybe rebump. Oh, and they got the verticals, bro. Like, see, this is they have this a is why we love it. Yeah, this is great. This this is what I and I with the brands Crocs, Michaels. Yeah, see, this is what with the functionality. I would take people right here if they weren't ready for a demo because you can immediately understand now how the product could make you money and you get inspired. Now you yeah. want them all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, this is a, like fuel for a social media strategy right here. Oh, yeah, because you could tag all these people and then they could share it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, this is sick. And they got big brands like Pura Vita. Like these aren't like tiny little companies. And even if not all these guys are using them, it makes you feel like all these people use them, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. They've like, got to be though, right? It would be – I mean 
Oh yeah, because it says attentive in there, doesn't it? On the link, yeah, yeah it does on the link. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got, the they got true religion group. These are all your case studies. This is killer. Don't hide this, baby. Yeah, yeah, definitely lead with this. This is sweet. text we love. Is there a way to copy it? Oh, there's a case study link on some of them. So you can do product like growth, couldn't you? If you could just instead of having a paper source of three, couldn't you use this template? Could you? What if I? It's like what? Imagine if they took this from Airtable. It's like let's look at someone who does this pretty well and then see how they can learn, right? So I can sign up for free on Airtable, but then when I get into their product, like their um, downloads or their templates universe, see how I can get a content calendar and then use it. Yeah. What if I could use this and I could immediately sign up for an account and I could. What, what happens if you click that little heart button there? I think it just says I like it. Yeah. See. Oh yeah. They should try to force a, like a free account creation on that. Well, yeah. So isn't that interesting to you potentially that a product like this isn't fully product led? Maybe they will be, but yeah, it is surprising. Because this is killer. Like they have the best brand, Skull Candy. Yeah, I mean, this is awesome. All we, Minka, like we know these brands. I would love if they could bring this to life. Like if I could click right here and be like, use this text. Yep. And I could create an account. Because I think this product's audience would probably doesn't actually want a demo for being real. Like the no. people who want to do text messaging are the same people that don't want to send three hours of sales demos. Look, you may want, uh, I mean, it is the most comprehensive solution, right? So they have things other than just texts. They've got compliance and there are other things. But I agree with you that like on the basic functionality, if they have a bottoms up strategy where they're trying to get in with one product and then land and expand, um, make it easy to get the product, right? If they don't want a demo, they just want to start sending some texts. Well, and the depth of the product is undiscoverable due to their many yeah. searches. So notice yeah. that they actually have tools and pieces to it. Because remember, the, my whole time here is like, okay, but why would I? So they know who their who is really well, modern e-commerce brands. There's no why though. Why do I use Attentive over every other SMS mm -hmm. solution? They don't answer that. You know what? I was thinking that on that. Uh... But they get into it here. Do you see what I'm saying? When I got to the product page? Because yeah. they never talked about like the actual what their messaging does different. Yeah. Some Secret of those behavioral uh, journeys. Future customers at the clean. right moment. Transactional two way, which is sweet. But like I know people are competing in this space, and like one of those things is all messages are manually sent by a real human, for example. See, that's a product differentiation. I don't understand the product differentiation of Attentive yet. That's one of the things I was thinking about on the text we love page. Yeah, yeah. Is that like I'll go back my there. first instinct there is to just make this bigger and feature texts that aren't just from Attentive. Yeah. Right? Because then you kind of start to – the implication is, first of all, we're not afraid to just feature best practices where we see them. And second of all, we have the authority to say what's best practice, whether someone used our platform for it or not. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think you start to, not that you're differentiating on product, yep. but you you start do, like doing real brand building um, and trust building. 
I agree. Let's see what their brand building is like. I want to see if we can see any of their ads. I want to run a search for e-com. It's a mess. Okay. They're buying that. Well, I think what we can do, because I think this is a good part of it too. If we go down here, they have their G2 stuff. Like I would have got their social proof up higher too. Yeah. Because they're the leader. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. Like, 123 no one stars two stars or three stars like you know what i mean like they're i think their marketing is maybe not highlighting their very strongest pieces because mm -hmm. they got some really cheeky stuff like this little arrow here is cool the all yellow the brand guides are sick easy use fast similar immediate results believe the hype it's pretty sick i got some killer the gold, gold standard i mean i would start throwing a couple of these quotes on my home page yeah what do you just like? There's nothing not to love. I'll just copy and paste this directly from G2. I mean, this is killer. You know, one thing is that they use uh, imagery pretty well in a lot of places. But, and maybe this is because I'm a community person. But they don't have pictures of their actual customers' faces. Yeah, Which I think it would be come to life a little bit if you had. Did you get a face on that uh, quote from – let me see. I just want to see if we had a face here. Oh, no, we don't have quotes here. No. Yeah. A little a little face underneath right here or above it. You have the space for it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, let's go to uh, request a demo since everything's going there. Let's see if this thing's. It's a lot of fields. Can I not just, can't they enrich my data? They, I mean, yeah, most people haven't got there yet. So it's not, you know what that would do? Do you see how they have space? I would just go two column. So one of the tricks mm -hmm. I've had is go two columns. So you can go first name, last name, same line. And then you can go email, phone number, same line. And then you can just go company, industry. And I can make this whole thing one, two, three, four right. rows. Do you four see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a little it cheeky way path. of doing the same thing. Because I think they need all these fields most likely, which I, I don't think there's any waste. I think it's just you don't need to go vertical layout. I will say, I think this phrase incremental revenue is one I used to hear from my uh, D2C e-com customers a lot back when I worked in a marketing agency. I think that's a good like, you know, e-com buzzword to throw out. And it's a, like, they keep this really honest. I think it's the first time they kept their copy simple too, is right here. Because one of my curiosities are ironically for them being a mobile provider. Yeah, you'd have to scroll for like an hour to actually fill it out. Yeah. But then you see like they do a good job here. Like, look at this. Where was this earlier? Are those the same stats from that graph? It's 18.5% is what they're – they want to – I get what they're saying now. They're trying to account for 18.5% of your total revenue should be driven by attentive is what they're saying. I don't know if that's incremental though or total. Yeah, that's that's what I was just wondering. It's like – Killer quotes though. I don't really have a ton of like complaints here. Maybe the irony of what we both said is like what if they replace their chat bot with a text bot? That'd be so cool. Wouldn't that be pretty epic? They could even get fun with it, you know? Like, I, I, if I'm someone who just wants to kind of see what the tech does, they could get, yeah. you know, get my imagination running wild. Make me feel like I'm discovering something really new and powerful that way and have a little product-led motion. 
Oh, do they? I want to say, I'm looking at one last thing for us before we go because I was going to get your thoughts, but we haven't looked at pricing. Do they talk about pricing? They probably don't since it's all demo. Mm hmm. Guys, in research. 2021 and SMS. Oh, come on. Y'all, we can't have him this amazing content. And then I got to. Dude, their brand team's killer. Their content's killer. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Craft your program. Oh, yeah, this is sick. They got a client strategy team for you. I'm really impressed with their marketing and very unimpressed with their copy and their organization. I think it's the best way to say it. Like that they're, they're really good design-wise, visual-wise. I think product marketing-wise, they're ironically have some areas where they can maybe improve. I feel the same way, but I, I also feel like most of what we're picking at is really not fundamentally bad. No. Like some of the product marketing stuff could use tweaks, but in general, like I love the brand. I love the design. I'm only hard on them because of how good they execute this. <laughs> yeah. Like they did such a good job setting the stage for me. And then when I get into the actual nuts and bolts of the copy, I don't think they've had a professional copywriter, if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't think they hired a professional copywriter. And I think if they hired a professional copywriter, almost all of this would make sense to us. You want to hear? So I just plugged them into SEM Rush. Yep. Uh, their SEM Rush authority score is 46. They went from, you know, like 100 keywords at the start of 2019. Yeah. To five and a half thousand now. Jeez. And a hundred of those are in the top three. So they're like, you know, that content's clearly not just looks great and is in depth, but it's actually doing the work and ranking. That's so interesting. I'm proud of you. Honestly, I'm just looking at this thing like, I honestly think what happened, and this happened to me, and it, I'm always going through this, is when you're attentive, they must be growing so fast and they have so many things going on. Yeah. that they have like marketing debt. You know, there's technical debt on the engineering side. There is yep. a very real thing in marketing debt. Like me, I read it our product lines. And I couldn't get them on our website for like six months. I'm like, I'm glad I don't have to do a show of myself because I would rip this thing to pieces. Because I get <laughs> it. It's so hard when you're growing, like attentive must be growing, that you have to somehow re-articulate it all in a unified way. Because what happened to me is I add a new section to the homepage, but the new section doesn't quite fit like the old section. Then I add another new section, and then I change this part about the product. But then I don't want to redo all the product pages, so I just kind of try to squeeze it in. And then six months later, you finally focus on it again, and you're like, this made more sense in my head than it does if I was a random consumer. And by the way, I think when you're growing this quickly, like they're probably launching new products all the time, you, you're behind on just thinking about how you talk about yourself let alone how you talk about your customers or how you ask your customers to talk about you or talk about each other. So that's where like, you know, again, community person, but I feel like they have an opportunity to, uh, you know, highlight some more human beings, the people that actually use and benefit from the products. Cause I sell like everybody's kind of selfish. Yeah. Um, they don't just want to make their company more money, incremental revenue. How is this going to help my career? And like, who, who, who does this put me in touch with? What kind of um, elite crowd am I a part of when I become an attentive customer? That's the kind of thing that I think they have an opportunity to highlight with brands like Steve Madden and TGI Fridays in there. They have the, I mean, that's just the ones they talk about there. When you go look at the text we love, they have every brand in e like they are this big kahuna 
that hasn't been able to articulate this whole story again. The right, like the brand killer. The let me ask you this, Garrett. Yeah. If you have a, a like, a, let's say a, a quickly growing um, B two C brand, probably small company, maybe you got twenty employees. Do you want to buy Attentive, given what we just looked at? The honest truth, Colin, is they have bad product marketing, so I don't know yet if I want to buy them. Mm. Like when I went to those product pages, I didn't get those screenshots. I didn't like like watch what I mean by that. Like I'll show you who I think like crushes product marketing contextually, and I'll show you kind of the difference of what I'm referring to. So when I go into their product, and let's say, like the truth is, is integrations is pretty high up on this list, right? I to playbook like really, I just have this one. I guess messaging would be the page, but see how they hide oh it's over see how the solutions i thought these were the titles they helped at first i totally got mm -hmm. that wrong okay so messaging is their solution maybe this is just me i'm not fully inspired right now this is somehow like something better than i don't know what i'm already using let's say maybe now here's a really nasty industry yeah Look how good the product market. Like, do you this? This to me is what I want to know. Like, so clean. Like, okay, I can see how this whole product works and why and how, and I get it now. Did A and came back to B. Yes, yes. This is why I need this product. I don't know. In all transparency, if. I just think this is where they're weaker and yeah. they maybe bring it to life better. I don't know. It's just product and copy that gets everything else about them. I'm like beyond impressed by their content's phenomenal content and copy are different too. I want to make sure everybody gets that. Like, yeah, yeah. They're I'm like sure. very, their content is phenomenal. I'm not sure their copy is and like their product. I bet you is phenomenal. You don't have that many reviews. Like, I mean, those are some of the best reviews I've ever seen. I want to feel it on your website though. I felt like I learned more about your product and I wanted it more when I left your website and I went to G2 than when I was on your website. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. I don't think it makes me want to buy it. It did make me want to take a demo if I had a B2C you know, e-com brand. I'd be definitely curious because the thing that I'm left wanting from that website is uh, how? Like, what is this? Yeah, cool. Show like, me the product. I want to yeah. see it. Like, let me, can I play? Yeah, right. Can I play? Can right. I send a dummy text? Can I get five text messages and then you lock my account? You know what I mean? Like, is there a way? Because I feel like if you're really driving 18%, right? If you're that 25% ROI, why not just let me sign up the account? You already have playbooks. Why not just use one of your playbooks? I can send message up to five purchases, see if it works, and then it would trigger me, and then my AEs can step in from there. I don't know. Part of me also wonders if it's on purpose, though, that they do that, that they kind of purposefully just leave you with enough information to make you want a demo because they don't want the people who would sign up. Like maybe they've tried the freemium thing and it's just too high churn or something. I, you know, yeah, maybe I don't they don't want SMBs either. Like, yeah. and they, maybe they're like, look, dude, we're going to let other people in that part of the space. We have the world's because they do talk about their customer support. Maybe we have some of the best customer support. We only want large accounts and the trials, frankly, pushed our CAC way up. We weren't monetizing and we want to focus on the right types of customers. But look, if that's the case, then I think they still have a messaging problem because they didn't, I, I didn't feel like they really highlighted support. I didn't feel like they highlighted things like compliance and integrations. I know it's some of the first things in the product list, right. but 
you know, if I'm a huge e-com brand, it's table stakes that you do the job. I need those enterprise level add-on. But they want to talk about compliance if they're focused on SMB. So once again, I think it's a copy thing. Yeah. Because when you asked me what I use as a 20% SMB, I was like, I don't know. Now, if I was Foot Locker, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Because I've already seen Steve Madden. I've already seen TGI Fridays. I know they can play the corporate game. So honestly, attentive. Thanks for being our muse. Um, Y'all are killing it. I think these are all just nitpicking at copy and product where, yeah. um, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, y'all are killing it. So thank you so much. Um, Colin, thank you so much for being on the show. It was amazing ideas. I loved your perspective. Uh, and I think you have a real knack for identifying how to get something to grow faster. And, and that was uh, really cool. Thanks, Grant. I got a real respect for your knowledge of the SaaS industry. It was fun to shoot the shoot some ideas out at attentively. <laughs> of course, man. Well, hey, thanks for being on the show. And that's another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.